IABC Ottawa presents a Thoroughly Follows production. The voice offers expert insights and practical takeaways for people in the marketing communications industry. We're sharing the latest ideas and issues with sector professionals. What can we do to help you take your career to the next level? I'm Graham McCatrick, and this is The Voice. Follis is an integrated communications agency that develops smart solutions based on solid communications best practices that are digital at heart. Our team is made up of bright, creative experts in PR, content marketing, video production, digital design, and development and data analytics. Thornley Follis provides insight. We create, we connect. Find us at thornleyfollis.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another interesting edition of The Voice. In a voice first, we've gathered all of the show's hosts together. And joining me is Tina Barton. You know her voice. Hi, Tina. How are you doing? Hi, Graham. Doing well, thanks. And also joining us is our new host, Gabriella warrior Renault. Gabriella was our producer, and now she's joining us as a host. So, Gabriella, how does it feel to come to the other side of the mic? Hi, Graham. I'm happy to be part of the team as a host this season. Excellent. So today we're diving into a hot topic, why CEO presentations suck and how to fix them. There's really an epidemic going on out there and you'll hear from two guests who are going to give us some good advice, practical tips, uh, not just for CEOs, but also for us as communicators to help our CEOs. Imagine this, your company's on the line, your job's on the line, and you're waiting for some inspiring words from your CEO to turn things around. Well, that was exactly the situation when BlackBerry launched the new BlackBerry 10. Now, here's what former CEO, and I do stress former CEO, Torsten Hines had to say when he presented and launched the BlackBerry 10. Good morning, good day, good afternoon, good night, wherever you celebrate the launch of BlackBerry 10. Thanks for joining us here from New York to London, Dubai, Johannesburg, Paris, Jakarta, Delhi, and Toronto. And I guess I hear some noise in those cities right now, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so that wasn't great. I mean, there certainly wasn't much energy, uh, no conviction, and certainly not really inspiring any kind of confidence, um, other than the fact that we were pretty sure he took some, some sleeping pills, possibly a few slurred words in there. Tina, what do you think? Well, I think it always seems pretty contrived, and your audience knows it. When you cup your your hand behind your ear and pretend to hear some applause from around the world. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a cringeworthy start to the presentation. <laughs> well, guess what? I had an opportunity to speak with Anil Delauri. He's managing director at Save It Like Sully, and that's a professional presentations training company. And Anil had some great practical advice for CEOs. So here's what he had to say. Okay, so uh, Anil, what are the three ways CEOs screw up their presentations? Really easy. Biggest way they screw it up, bar none, is lack of preparation. Uh, The second biggest reason they screw up is lack of true engagement, engaging their audience. And three, uh, the quintessential problem, too much focus on slides. So, again, lack of preparation, not really knowing their stuff and not knowing their stuff in in presenting it to an audience. Number two, lack of engagement where content is king, yeah, but engagement is the queen and and you need to engage your audience with stories, examples, and anecdotes. And then lastly, 
slides. Too much focus on the slides. The slides are not everything. You, you, the presenter, the CEO, are everything. So let's focus a little more on you, less on the slides. Hey, Tina, I know you spoke to a CEO to get the CEO's perspective. Who was that? Yes, I sat down with Simon Bro, who is the CEO of Canada Council for the Arts. And in addition to being very involved in the arts community over the years and a champion for the arts, he's also a very experienced speaker and presenter. And he's made presentations to audiences such as Harvard University and UNESCO staff. So a really insightful person, an experienced person to learn from. Let's hear what he had to say. Simon, welcome to the show. Have you ever made a presentation that sticks in your mind to this day because it sucked? If so, if so, what happened? (laughs) 20 years ago or so, I was uh, invited in uh, north of Quebec to make a presentation about a project that I really believed in. It was quite ambitious. And I made a presentation on a Friday night to a group of people who used to meet uh, on Friday nights and have uh, beer and eat uh, big steaks. So they were listening politely to the presentation I made, but they could not care less, really. Uh, It has been a very kind of a painful experience, but I was at that time, you know, the person with me, coming with me, uh, very interesting and brilliant woman, uh, was, I mean, we laughed so much of what happened that finally I fell in love with her and that's my wife today. So it was a bad presentation, but because I had a lot of humor and a good uh, companion, uh, finally changed my life. Well, that's a beautiful outcome to a pretty uninspiring start. Simon also had some great tips for how communicators can better prepare their CEOs to deliver outstanding presentations. So let's take a listen to what he has to say. So what are three things your communications director or team must know or do to support CEOs when preparing for and delivering presentations? Again, I think it's the three things are uh, give me the context, a real kind of a good uh, understanding of, you know, what will be the context, who are the people in the room, what are the debates, what are the conversations I need to jump in. Uh, Two, I need the facts right. I don't like to have uh, too many numbers or figures because I think it's, uh, it's killing the message. Uh, but to build a convincing narrative, you know, if it's a specialized uh, presentation, I need the facts right, simple. And the third is really trying to uh, uh, coach me on, you know, what would be the ideal tone for the communication. So is it, you know, should it be very uh, solennal? Should it be very more light? Should it be more, uh, you know, more humor in it? I mean, all that for me is really important. So it's really more trying to uh, set, uh, you know, uh, the stage for my presentation, making sure, you know, that I don't land uh, in, a, in a, uh, you know, in, in a situation where I'm not aware of what's going on. And I think it's the, I mean, these are the three things I want to, to, to know before I, um, I engage in, in a conversation with a group of people. So I heard loud and clear from both guests that you need to know your audience's viewpoint and mood when you begin your presentation. So whether any breaking news or developments might have influenced their perspectives or even the content that you are planning to cover. 
And that's where your communications team can help. And social media, of course, is a great tool for monitoring developments, moods, conversations. And that way, your CEOs can be sensitive to the mood, to the current issues, and they can respond to that and address that in their presentation. Yeah, and I also just wanted to mention to CEOs, you know, be honest with yourself. Like, think about it. Your team, your company is expecting you to know the business. And they're also expecting you to be able to communicate effectively about your business and your successes in a straight talk manner. So if you feel that you're lacking the presentation skills, the communication skills required, there's no shame in leaning on your team internally, seeking that advice or externally with a consultant like Anil Delari, for example. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a team effort. And I think if, you know, there's any training that needs to be done or brainstorming sessions that need to happen, I think that it's, you know, it's about the team coming together and making sure that there's support and that the CEO's presentation really um, delivers the right kind of message. Yeah, and I think that starts with the question, what is the goal we're trying to accomplish here? And that's something I think gets overlooked in the rush to build presentations sometimes. The bottom line is, if you're going into a presentation as a CEO with cue cards in your hand or too many slides, as Anil said, if you're relying on those kinds of tools, you're not ready. So think about what it's going to take to get yourself ready. Yeah, and I think um, slides for me, I'm, I'm a super visual person. So when I'm, uh, when I'm listening to a presentation and I'm distracted by too many slides, slides with too many words, I end up reading the slides and if, you know, the CEO is is saying other things and what's on the slides is super distracting. So for me, um, you know, making sure that your slides are clean, that there's either a word or an image, that there's not too much content, um, that it's not distracting to the actual message that you're, you know, you're being distracted by what the person is saying, I think is really important. We've talked about CEOs being honest with themselves, but you as the communications professional in your company, are you being honest with the CEO? Have you taken steps to you know, acknowledge the elephant in the room, so to speak. Uh, you have the guts, essentially, to bring forth what nobody else wants to say. You know, the expectation is that, I think, in this day and age, you've got a responsibility as a communicator to be honest with your CEO, to let them know what needs to be approved upon in a tactful and respectful manner. Yeah, I mean, it definitely can put you in a tough position if, if you need to be honest with your CEO that he's not or she's not doing the best job that, that they could be doing. Um, But maybe, you know, um, sending them some examples of some really killer presentations, um, you know, some ideas on new slides, um, something that can support them, I think is a good idea. You know, making sure that you're obviously a little bit more tactful, but uh, I understand it can be a stressful position to be in. Yeah, and I I just want to say that one way to frame it in my experience that can work is just simply this. Did you achieve the intended outcome? You went into that presentation to achieve an outcome. Was it realized? Yes or no? And, you know, if it wasn't and it was a resounding no, um, it's time to get critical about the things that need to be approved upon. And, you know, it's the honest, you know, closed door kinds of conversations that I think – you need to have that your CEO will respect you for even more um, that can build that relationship between you and your CEO for the long term instead of what most people would do, you know, and uh, which is, you know, not say anything 
and um, or many people might do, uh, and that's just not good for you uh, or for the company or for your CEO. I mean, I look at it in the same way of, you know, producing a podcast or a video. You know, you get the chance to watch it again and see if there's anything that you can improve on. So maybe just, you know, making sure that they've seen what, you know, what they look like, what they sound like. And if they're comfortable with that, if they if they get bored or if they're not inspired, then obviously there needs to be a change there. So, you know, maybe putting them into the role of, of an audience member of their own presentation could kind of shift that around a little bit. Yeah, I think that's really great advice. And we all have the tools at our, at our fingertips to, to record anything these days, even just from your phone if you're in a pinch. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a good segue into hearing from Simon again. He had advice how he improves his own presentations and advice that perhaps other CEOs could learn from. In general, what can be done to help CEOs become better communicators, whether with support from their comms team or just things they should work on themselves? I think uh, relaxation is really important. You know, I worked in the theater school for uh, 30 years, and I know the last thing you need to do before entering the stage is to think about what you, how you will perform and your text and all of that. You, you need to think about anything else because you need to find a space where you are comfortable and you feel free. Uh, I think freedom uh, is really important because you, you don't want to be prisoner of uh, your communication lines or of the format uh, you choose. Uh, and so being, uh, otherwise people will, will feel that and, you know, it won't work. So to be authentic, you need to be the closest possible to how you are in real day-to-day life and forget about all the conventions uh, and all the rules of uh, public speaking. So I thought it was interesting how Simon emphasized the importance of feeling comfortable and being as close to your true self in your delivery as possible. And he also said something interesting. He said, forget rules and conventions. And now I think that's because he's an experienced presenter, because obviously rules and conventions, they have a place, but there is a guide. And certainly for the more amateur presenter, the the newbies, uh, rules and conventions are there to, to keep them from straying too widely from their message misspeaking or losing their audience but as a communicator if you're dealing with an experienced CEO you can be flexible too and perhaps all they simply need from you are a few bullet points and a quick dry run in advance of their presentation. So if you're wondering what can I do right now, uh, what tools are at my disposal, Anil Delari had some great advice so let's hear um, what he had to say. So if there's a couple of tools that I can give people out there to really help them with this. I'm a big fan of two blogs that are out there from two worldwide experts in the presentation uh, industry. One is Nancy Duarte. Her last name is D-U-A-R-T-E. Nancy Duarte is based out of California, has a wonderful blog, largely based on presentation design. It's wonderful. She's also the author of a couple of books. The other is Gar Reynolds, who is based out of Tokyo, but travels throughout the world and talks about presentations. Gar wrote a great book called Presentation Zen, which is uh, the Bible when it comes to presentation design. He actually has a great blog as well, and I encourage you to search Gar Reynolds, G-A-R-R, last name is Reynolds, and he's got a, a great blog for you to search on. 
So we've heard some great advice for CEOs and for communicators who are coaching CEOs on how to give the best presentations they can possibly deliver. So we've got some extra resources on our website for you, so we hope you can check those out. Those will also help you. And we really thank you for tuning in and listening. So here's hoping your next presentation does not suck. <laughs>